0: This episode of the second floor podcast is brought to you by Edmonton community foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group. Once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing vital signs is an annual checkup conducted by the Edmonton community foundation in partnership with Edmonton social planning council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on millennials. Learn more at ecfoundation.org.
1: to show the positive and the great side and stories of business okay
0: that's great that's awesome
1: all right so the genesis of your business when did the business start
2: yeah so we started back in 2018 iman so it's been about two and a half years now that we've been in operation
1: excellent why did the business start
2: um, I feel like both Omid and I can answer this in, in different ways. Um, I can start. The, the business started originally through a point in, in our lives where we wanted to connect with people who are very passionate about what they do. So clearly we saw an opportunity for us to recognize that you can not only work and make good money, but you can also do what you love and make good money. And that was at a point where both Omed and I, at a point where we recently graduated, we wanted that for ourselves, but we didn't know exactly what it was going to be. There was so many different things we were juggling at the same time. There was this feeling of do you specialize or do you generalize, or do you have a mix of both? And we made it our mission in the first. 50 conversations we had with um, influencers, you can call them, you know, entrepreneurs, athletes, um, executives, you name it. Like we talked to so many different people and our mission was to really see how can we seek to find our own passion? And that was where the business aspect really started, where once we identified how we were able to find our own passion, we've been on the pursuit to do the same for university students. For postgraduates and for anyone in their life that is ready to pivot their careers um we we believe that you know at any point if you're ready to make a change um it's never too late to make a change so naturally through through um, the fruition of our business we started with creating a case study for ourselves is recognizing okay we need to continuously talk to several individuals who are going to provide us on air advice and tangible tips and strategies on how to really um, maximize our performance and maximize our potential and what we want to do with our lives and how they did it for themselves, you know, and recognizing that they had their own story. They had a journey. They also had phases and moments in their life where they just needed to try things until something stuck and until something was the one and only thing that they were ready to gun for. And others argued that it doesn't need to be, one and only thing so yeah that's pretty much what you know to answer your question kind of how we ended up starting and um i'll let i'll let omit share his his reasoning behind that too
0: sure yeah absolutely i think uh kenny hit on a lot of great points i think one of the other reasons we started um you know the business was because you know, there, uh, there weren't a lot of resources, university, uh, program school where there were, there weren't many, you know, financial resources and there weren't many, like the career, the career advice from, you know, these professors and, and individuals that worked at these universities didn't really have, you know, many resources for us to kind of look at and kind of have transitioning from university into the workforce. And so, we wanted to find individuals and 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 people and gain insight from individuals that. So we wanted to create a platform that would that would have those tangible tips um, from experienced experts, uh, C-suite executives, and, and individuals who have been there and done that in, in many different industries, and, and and create a platform where it's easy enough to, to for 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 students, from young individuals, for, for, for anyone who's looking for those resources um, to gain those, those tips and resources from people that have individuals in in our own city where we'll look for online that, you know, the internet's a fantastic resource, but um, to find individuals in our own city who have been there, who have done that um, there, there, there wasn't really a platform for that. So we, we figured that, you know, why not create it ourselves? So.
2: Excellent. And to piggyback off of what Omid said there, EMAD, is like two things really stick out. And it reminded me that we wanted people to recognize that there are successful individuals who are able to achieve really high level of influence and success in our own city. So there was an element of putting our city on the map when people were trying to find mentorship and and and, and see that it's not, far within arm's reach. There's people in our own city, and our province who are just doing incredible things that deserve to get the attention for it. And then on the other side, Omid made a good point that reminded me like, with the career counseling we got in university, Omid and I, we always laughed about this, where it's like, I have a business degree and Omid has a science degree. And now look at what we're doing in our careers. I'm in the fitness industry and Omid is a videographer. We are like miles away from what we did for our degrees. However, we respect the fact that we learned how to learn in university. Now, not to disrespect career counselors, but what they were doing, Eman, was they were sharing with us like, "Oh, here's what, here's here's your career options for your degree. You're getting X degree, which is going to lead to Y Z career options." And that's when I was like, "Okay, well, I just feel like I'm in a box, like." This is all I have. When in reality, like what we want to do with Second Floor is like students are like we talk to them a lot. You know, we went to the University of Alberta Engineering Conference. We went to McEwen. We went to U of A. And we tell students and our mission is to tell students across Canada and hopefully eventually the world that like learning is key. But don't necessarily think that you're stuck in a box with what you got educated in. Use it more as like being a part of you. Because you go through so many natural changes from the age of eighteen to twenty-two, which is the average age people go to university, and then I remember feeling it. I remember being like, "Okay, I have to, I have to do something marketing related," because it was something I got my degree in. But in reality, it's just more so now. It's like an advantage. It's it's more so my strength as opposed to my career choice. You know.
1: Absolutely. Well said, gentlemen. For someone who does not know you or never heard of your business, how would you describe exactly what do you do?
0: Kenny, you can go ahead and answer this. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I, I'd say what we do, EMED, is we pretty much provide individuals the, the necessary tools and strategies and conversations that need to happen with themselves and who they need to happen with to ensure that they are able to navigate their career path in the right direction. So the consulting we've done with business owners, the marketing we've done, the strategies we've put in place for university students, we pretty much disrupt the entire process in somebody becoming more clear in the direction they need to go with their project, with their career, with an assignment. And, you know, as we've sat down to this day, Emad planning who we want to help and, and what we want to do, it's always led to um, taking our skill sets, uh, you know, with Omid being in videography, with myself having a background in fitness and marketing, we bring it back to, pretty much from a service perspective, sometimes it's going in there and providing consulting. Other times it's uh, video services, it's podcast services. And more so on a personal level, when people ask us what we do, we sit ourselves down with industry professionals and we provide to this day free advice for people to listen to on our podcast who are in the health professional space and who are entrepreneurs to pretty much have more of a holistic lifestyle. And that's something we care a lot about is balance. We bring back balance in people's lives. If you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you're going to gain value listening to our podcast and you're gonna gain value from our services in videography and in podcasting and in us featuring you. Um, If you're somebody who's like this big top shot entrepreneur or someone who just started, we have a plan in place for that individual to get their story out there and we have it through podcasting we have it do the consulting we do behind the scenes we have it through the videos that we create um, we've done a very successful um project with rbc where they've invested millions of dollars in rbc future launch and we were a big part of getting that word out there to our audience so we partnered up with the president of RBC in Alberta and um, the Northwest Territories. And we got to highlight his personal story alongside what his mission is with the Future Launch. So this was something that was neat where, again, on a local level, if you want to capitalize Alberta, if you really want to get Edmonton's attention, we have our listeners everywhere from the age of 20 to 40 years old who are just so excited to to hear what we have and who we have on.
1: Right nice and uh, that uh, rbc interview it was the podcast
2: yeah yeah so like that example Eman was, was jeff boyd you know he nice. wanted to be a part of uh, going on the podcast platform and with that came you know both of mine and Omid's skill sets coming together Omid um, created a theatrical release episode. He was able to have that be launched across RBC's um, Western Canada division. Um, we also had, with my interview skills, a very specific planned approach and how we're going to deliver uh, this message. And we're just creating the ability for someone to come off as raw and authentic as they can in, in whatever it is that they're putting out there. And, okay. and that was where it started with how comfortable our guests felt. With being on the show, and, and and that's when we were like, okay, with, what started originally as a podcast has now turned into a storytelling experience for um, many different people who want to get the message out there about their life or their business. Wonderful,
1: you know. If you, uh, I'm not sure if you need to get permission from the gentleman or RBC, but uh, that is something we can add to you, put within your story maybe the podcast or something like
2: that. That'd be cool. I don't think he'd mind. What do you think, Oman? I think it'd just be more awareness for them. Anyway. (laughs) Yep. Okay.
1: All right. So uh, moving to the next one, what are the two best things happening for your business today?
0: I think uh, I'll take this one, Kenny. I think the two best things right now um, were... I guess we're connecting individuals with other individuals that we have honestly wouldn't have thought that that would happen. Um, you know, um, it's it's kind of funny how a, a lot of a lot of the individuals that we've worked with and collaborated with have in turn worked with and collaborated with other individuals that we have connected with over the you know over the past six months. And, and on top of that, some opportunities of um, collaborations that we have, we would have never thought of, um, you know, uh, you know, TELUS is ca- came about, you know, we, we've collaborated now with TELUS. Our, our, our episodes for the podcast are now um, airing on live TV, which uh, when we first started, we would have never expected that to happen. Um, we did a live event uh, last year, um, you know, obviously pre-COVID. And we had, we had over 60 people, uh, you know, show up and uh, different individuals from different spaces of business and entrepreneurship um, showed up and, and it was a fantastic, um, almost like a, it's not, it wasn't almost like a normal event. It was, it was more of an entertaining night, Um, but it ended up being beautiful because all these people that, you know, support us have now gained more support for their own uh, individual journeys and, and endeavors. So I think those are probably the two, two biggest highlights. Nice. Yeah. Great highlight.
1: Who is your primary
2: target market? Kenny? Yeah, I would say, like, primarily, it would be students and new grads. You know, like, that when, when we think about who is in is resonating with their content the most it's individuals who honestly who better than them who are at such a big transitional moment in their life either from going through the process of learning something that they feel like they need to know going into a career or graduating from specializing in something and then being ready to go out into the world and connect with people and job hunt and see exactly where they feel in need and want to be placed. So, uh, yeah, out of everyone we spoke with, Imid, full transparency, you know, Omid and I recently were discovering who really is our main audience. And this is something we're going through right now, but when we've been reflecting on it, majority of our audience members, majority of our listeners and the individuals who are seeking help from us are university campuses and students in and around universities.
1: Right. How do you bring in new uh, clients?
2: Yeah, so with that, in terms of how we bring in clients is we initially like to make our clients feel special. We would like entertaining the idea um, if and when, of course, their story um, is worthy of being shared. And by worthy, I mean it resonating with our messages. Um, One message in particular is how to survive, how to thrive, and how to keep the good vibes going in life, business, and health so if someone kind of matches the the survival and the thriving and the the good vibes components of what we look for in in, uh, in someone we're selecting to be on the show then the, the then it's game on then we feel like okay this is a good candidate to, to come on the show so how we find clients out of that is they get to see hands-on what it's like to work with kenny and omen you know, they get to see my love and passion for for health and marketing and strategy. They get to see Omid's love for video and editing and, um, you know, the idea of being able to tell a story digitally online. So we, we pretty much filter through um, some of the best clients who we've worked with to this day from the process of being on the podcast first. So we like to initially first share and have that conversation of what exactly they want to share. And sometimes it's just as raw as I want to be on your podcast, I want it to be audio, and that's it. Others like more. Your voice. They want the documentary up, uh, feature. They want to go more. Can you hear me now?
1: Uh, still breaking up.
2: Okay, one sec. Yes, yeah, now I, I can hear you well. Perfect. Yeah, I was just going to say I'm not too sure where you left where we left off. In case there's somewhere.
1: <laughs> so your clients, do you advertise your services and they contact you? Like, do you advertise, for example, maybe on social media, or do you contact them directly by direct marketing?
2: Yeah. So honestly, a lot of what we do is organic. Emed is oh, we okay. have a specific place in our website where uh, potential clients and potential guests can submit why they feel like they want to be a part of the second floor experience. Um, To be honest, also we are partnered with Q Films. So Q Films is, um, you know, another part of what Omid is a part of where people can go through uh, the Q Films website and the Q Films Instagram page to just get an idea of seeing the visual component. And then my Instagram as well, Kenny underscore Buller. Uh, these are just all awareness pieces where people can see what we're a part of. Um, but yeah, right now we, uh, we felt like word of mouth marketing and the ability of making someone feel special by coming on the show is uh, frankly the best way to, to get um, our clients through the podcast.
1: Nice. Did, are you finding it challenge uh, challenging to find uh, clients?
2: It can be. Yeah, it, it, it can definitely. You know what? That's um, that's a daily. You know, I wouldn't say concern, but it, uh, it, it it's what sure. help, it helps us stay. It, it what keeps us up late at night. It makes us wake up the next day and recognizing that. If we don't stop what we're doing, let's be honest, no clients are coming in through the door. So sometimes, Omit and I, being the two-man operation we are, we're always thinking about scaling. Like, how many more interns or how many more employees are we going to need right now? Or do we wait on it? So, of course, we'd always love to do more marketing, but uh, it's what we can fit into the budget, right? Correct.
1: What is uh, the marketing position of your business today, do you think?
0: Uh, in position, uh, Imad, what what do you, what do you mean?
1: You know, in in every marketplace, there are several, like three or four positions of any company in a niche. So, for example, a, a leader, a follower, a uh, a innovator, things like that. Where do you? See your your company is in today in your market niche.
0: I think uh, I think when we started, I think we probably were trying to take the more leadership uh, position. Um, I think now we're leaning more towards um, innovation and trying to innovate in terms of the marketing aspect. Um, you know, when we started, you know, the podcast, for example, two two and a half years ago. There weren't as many podcasts, and it wasn't the hype uh, as it is today. Um, so when we started, it was it was a little bit more new, um, and and not not many businesses um, and entrepreneurs were were taking, you know, interest in in in, in podcasting. And another thing too is is um, because of my skill set in video, um, the the video podcast is now an ex more more of a different experience than just a podcast, and mm-hmm. so. Um, that was very fairly new when we started. Now, two and a half, three years later, you know, everybody is, is 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 taking interest in podcasting. And so, um, you know, trying to utilize my skill sets in video and video marketing is, is kind of a position we're trying to take. And and how do we innovate? Um, not only for ourselves, but how do we innovate it for business owners and individuals and our clients? How do I use my skill set in helping them achieve? You know, different marketing campaigns that are that are that are innovative. Um, how can they stand out out of the crowd? Uh, how can we share their story and their narrative in in a much more innovative way through the skill set of video? And and obviously with the pandemic, that has accelerated that process for a lot of businesses and individuals who who see the need in in, in different marketing and how how can they get their story, especially when you know foot traffic is now. Uh, a a little bit less uh because of because of the pandemic right so
1: so that uh said being said uh then i i from what i understood do you have a large amount of competitors in the market in your market
0: uh yeah there there are definitely there are definitely uh, uh competitors and and uh as the, as the weeks and months go on, they, they continue to pop up, right? Okay. So, yeah.
2: And I just to tailor that on that, the competitor piece, Emad is like, yeah, we started to recognize how much more podcasters uh, there are. And, and we like to believe that we're still in that space of podcasting because that's a big foundation of what we've done is
1: Kenny your voice again? The uh, competitors who are in
2: Alberta or are. Oh, whoops! Hold on. Let me see if I can get a different angle here. That's that's the love of virtual. right? how's this now? Can you hear me? Yes, now I can hear you. Okay, beautiful. No, I appreciate you letting me know. How else are we going to get the story right? Exactly. <laughs> um, I would say, Imad, like, yeah, the, the the competitors is something we have to worry about because we like to have sponsors support our podcast and then we'll create ads for them on the podcast. Like we recently partnered up with Alberta Podcast Network. They're going to be willing to give us more ads. They're going to be willing to feature us more and stick with us if we continue to deliver. But also our space, our place can be bumped below if there are just other podcasts out there that are, you know, doing a better job of gaining more traction. So that's another thing that excites us because Omid and I are very competitive. You know, we want to make sure like we're not just podcasters. We want to be the best podcasters on on a local level at the very least.
0: This episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by Career Essentials, a new podcast from techlifetoday.ca and Nate. Career Essentials offers real world advice and insight into different careers and career paths. It features the stories and experiences of Nate alumni with lessons for everyone. Discover perspectives, tools, and tips essential to your career growth and success, no matter what stage you're at in your career journey. A recent episode you might find interesting features Jennifer Stang, who explains why she switched from a planned career in medicine to baking and owning Edmonton's La Boule Pastry and Bakery. She also shares how to recognize that maybe you're on the wrong career path and why you shouldn't ignore those signs. Find Career Essentials on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you guys listen to podcasts. You can also find it on techlifetoday.ca forward slash podcast.
1: Are you optimizing the advantages of online presence?
0: I think we are. I think... uh... I think we've done a good job with our social media campaigns um, again, like I said, utilizing the the power of video and and as it becomes more important, uh, as you know, consumers are, are consuming more content uh, and and a lot of individuals and in, like, you know, obviously with the pandemic, it's accelerated that. Um, yeah, we've, we've been utilizing, uh, you know, the skill sets in video and and again, trying different marketing campaigns, doing A and B testing on, on Facebook advertisements, um, uh, being all over the place, you know, helping with, you know, SEO search engine optimization by being on every single platform and, 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 and dropping weekly, weekly, if not daily, um, you know, video and, and, and photo content. Um, you know, figuring out different hashtags and optimizing hashtags on different platforms and how, to, how that works and, and kind of, you know, watching the market as, as the market changes online, um, you know, every single, every single month, uh, you know, the algorithms change, uh, there is a new platform that comes about. So kind of being aware of that and being on top of that is, 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 yeah, I think we've, we've, we've done a fairly good job between, between both Kenny and I. So.
1: Going back to uh, the subject of uh, competition, why should customers choose you over competition?
2: Yeah, I would say you know what. For starters, we we do things differently. You know, like we make sure that um, for, for for like full transparency, like we know exactly what it's like to be in the shoes of our clients, right? Omid and I both changed our lives 180 degrees. You know, I thought I was at one point in time going to be a UFC fighter. That was a dream of mine. Then, you know, I shattered my jaw and I didn't make that happen. And I pivoted a different direction with my athletic performance and got into jujitsu. At the same time, I experienced what the corporate world was look like i sorry i experienced what the corporate world looked like i wanted to become ceo of a Fortune 500 company but i don't want that anymore and through the navigation of change and and finally recognizing what i want in my life which is to be you know somebody who can can provide people like actual like healthy tips and and changing their life and fitness and making them feel better about themselves physically and mentally I let people know through what I do that I've been in that and been in their shoes of needing change. I've been in their shoes of recognizing that, you know, what what I want for my life career-wise isn't what I want. But am I, am I ready to take the leap and take the risk in potentially not making as much money in the beginning and start all over? So I know the feeling of what that's like in starting all over and in the mix of omit and I, we humbly we sat down with now over a hundred people on air over a thousand off air to figure out like how we can ensure that we give people um, the ability to feel comfortable sharing their story when they're with us, but also from the consulting perspective, um, let them know that we know what it's like and then have the solutions for them to make those changes. So um, yeah, I mean, when you compare us to our competitors, we're not just two Joe Schmoes who say they got degrees and are smart enough to talk to people. We got degrees that like were, a foundation to the rest of our life. And yes, we are happy that we got them, but we didn't allow our degrees to define who we are, you know, and, and that's why the student thing is so important to us, because we want to help those students, um, you know, be be prepared for whatever else comes their way. And then from the business perspective is, hey, Oman and I have worked in the corporate world we both have worked for others we know what that's like so no matter what steps people take or what what they want to make is we we, we've got our reps in you know what i mean where we're not just people who just got started like before during and even after this call like we are continuously learning ourselves and uh, we care a lot about educating ourselves you know every single day we block out time in our calendars to still learn for me it's in the health and fitness space and for Omen, it's in the business and videography space and Look at us like we're two completely different people on all spectrums, right? From a personality perspective and from a, from a work perspective, but we make it work. And we show people that whether you decide to do business on your own or together, you know, back to Oman's point is be, be willing to innovate. You know, there's the whole, oh, let's follow what normally anyone else would, but let's also, let's be first adopters. Let's let's be the first ones to try this out and see what happens. So, we we really like to be um, we like we really like to be risk takers, but we also like to you know push people um, out of their comfort zone, um, you know if and when they allow for it.
1: Nice. What are the biggest challenges you are facing?
2: omen do you want to take that one?
0: Sure. Um, I think the biggest challenge, Imad, is um, you know obviously with any business is is um, you know having having the clientele base, you know, um, and and having you know having continuous work and and continuous flow, especially with you know with the pandemic. Um, but um, I think it's also being aware of the the changes in the market, uh, changes in, in in seeing what you know, what clients are, are, are looking at, um, what, what, what are trends and what are not trends. Um, and, and so being aware of those things allows, uh, you know, what, will allow us to continue to be in business and, and, and serve our clients to the best of our ability. So, um, a, it's being aware and being on top of, on top of what's going on, but also be, you know, having, having the continuous, uh, continuous work, um, uh, flow in and out of the business.
1: you had to start over from day one what would you do differently if anything
0: wow uh kenny do you want to take that uh that big question that's a good one uh, yeah that's a really good question
2: you know what if, if there's anything i do differently
1: Kenny, I think we are. Uh, oh, I lost. Three, we lost two Kenny.
2: um At the same Kenny, time, with the notion of. <laughs> Let's try that again. Okay, Kenny, okay. Uh, one uh, bar. About, about one bar? Jeez. How are we doing now? Okay, we're Yeah, we can again. hear you now. <laughs> mad transcription is just going to be like me talking. Yeah. <laughs> not talking, talking, me not talking. <laughs> That's the luck with that that's, one, right?
1: That's what I'm afraid of. Yes, that's what i was thinking of. <laughs> I
2: know. you can stop me anytime. I uh, you don't hear me, but I, I know that cuts into our time. How are yeah, we doing?
1: That's, no, that's okay. I we can hear you now.
2: Okay, perfect. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, if there's any changes we would make, I, I, in my opinion, is not having three hosts on the second podcast right away. Um. You know, like I said, we started as a podcast and delivering information and delivering value to people and putting people on the spotlight. But what happened with three at the same time, very quickly, it turned to two. It eventually just turned to Omid and I. So, a few things I'd change is if we're going to do three at the same time, I wish we would have all known each other um, a whole lot more extensively um, prior to going on. Because, yeah, to be honest, I look back at those episodes now and There's moments I recognize maybe I I talk too much where Omid or one of our other hosts at the time would have liked to talk. There's moments where I heard something that got said that maybe I wish didn't get said. You know, it was like, it was a matter of like, we were throwing ourselves out in the fire um, without necessarily learning how we're going to get out of it. So we took a risk and chance. And again, I don't regret this part and I'll share it. Is in the beginning, we didn't really know what direction we were going to take it. We knew, okay, who we needed to talk to, but we didn't know where it was going to go. There's some beauty in that is like recognizing that start, like at least start and see where you go, have an idea of what kind of conversations you want to have. But if I can go back so people don't get confused and wondering, oh, where's the other host or, or what's going on now, I would just go back and go to the mountains with Omid and other um, guests at the time. And I'll never forget when I got told that in university. And I was like, you know what? I'm starting a business with these guys and I didn't even go to the mountains with them. So I I'll always kind of hold that to my grave where I recognize that I heard that in university and I told myself I'll do that. But there's something beautiful in that where it's like spend time, spend endless amount of time with people you're going to go into business with. Get to know them, figure them out. Um, see what both of you jive in and see what the, what the things that you guys will obviously have differences in. We never really did that prior to. So I kind of wish we had that experience and uh, maybe it might've changed things.
0: I think that I think just piggybacking off what Kenny said, I think the biggest thing is knowing uh, you know, who you're going into business with. And I think um, what, I think what Kenny is saying is knowing the person's character and, and, and the personality uh, personality traits before you know, before really committing, because a business is is like a marriage. You're gonna, you know, you're you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be in it um, for the long run, and uh, and making sure that um, you know, doing your due diligence and 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 com- and not committing too early is 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 very important. So,
1: absolutely, it's crucial. Where would you like to see your business five years from
0: now, Kenny? You want to take this? You want me to go, eh? <laughs> yeah, up to you. I can go. You can go. You go ahead. I think five years from now, you mad, I, I would love to, um, from a business standpoint, I, I'd love to, to, to have our, our platform, um, be expanded, you know, across, across Canada and, and hopefully internationally. I think that would be, that would be, you know, the dream. Um, and then from from a, from a, I guess you know from an impact standpoint, we'd love to continue you know impacting you know our clients and, and the business owners and the entrepreneurs that we work with, um, you know, in a positive and a, a meaningful way. And I think you know a lot of I I know a lot of you know business owners and entrepreneurs they can they can attest to being you know uh, losing that that sense of purpose after you know five or six years and. And, 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 and that impact that their business is making you can really get disassociated especially if you know employees come in and, and, and the business is scaled at, at, a, at, at a high at a high level so I think five years from now I think the goal would be to still make the the impact um, in, in the small ways that we are doing right now with the people that we're working with um, to, to continue being able to do that and, um, and just at a larger scale I think.
1: Okay, hey, gentlemen. Any sage advice you would like to share with other uh, small business uh, owners?
0: Uh, I'll go. I'll go, and then I think Kenny would probably want to say his piece. Um, but um, for for business owners, I think um, having a very strong digital presence right now is 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 very important. And um, if if there's any advice, is to 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 create high level um, you know, digital content, whether that's photos, videos, uh, text, um, and and understanding, um, you know, the value that you can bring other than just showcasing your business, you know, figuring out if you are going to create content and you want to separate yourself from other businesses, um, is, is what value do you, do you provide and how can you provide that digitally and how can you showcase? So for example, if you're a brick and mortar, if you're selling, you know donuts um you know locally um how can you provide you know maybe creating a blog on the best desserts uh maybe making a video on your process um showcasing you know different stories uh getting a little bit of background about yourself and and adding a little bit of your personality online to showcase who is behind that business um you know it's very difficult to show authenticity online so uh, I think from, from a content from a video perspective, trying to separate yourself by being authentic, and, and really getting on it, and really testing and experimenting um, the market, because that, that's the only way you 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 uh, create a strong presence online is by experimenting and seeing seeing what works and 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 seeing what jives with with uh, with your audience online. So, well
1: said, yeah. Kenny. Anything you'd like to add uh, to this one?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, piggybacking off of what Goldman said as far as having this relentless approach to delivering value, I find that when you are going to ensure you're putting content out there digitally or content through conversation, know who your audience is. And I understand and respect that we did not in the beginning, but there's going to be a point where you will need to know who you're talking to. Your life is going to be easier. Um, You're going to make your clients' lives easier when you have a deeper understanding of who is going to benefit from your product and service. And I know what every business owner wants to say, everybody who doesn't benefit from this. However, I want us to look at it and and break down the numbers, right? Is business owners want to be millionaires. Let's be honest. Business owners want to have the control of their own finances. So by just digging deep into the numbers and recognizing that, you know what? If you help a thousand people and figure out where those thousand people are coming from. And let's just say, let's do the math right now. On average, let's just say your product is worth $50. So that's $50,000 right there. So if a thousand people become your clientele and they're paying $50 a month for a subscription, that's $50,000 coming in a month. So for me, I respect, look at things on a quantitative basis, like figure out your numbers, right? Once you know who you're talking to, okay, now know your value. Back to Oman's point is like, there's value in what you're saying, but there's also value in how much you feel like what you're saying is worth. So at the end of the day, this is something that people have to sit themselves down with. And they have to go, how much am I worth today? And how much am I going to want to be worth tomorrow, next year, and five years from now? And that comes from educating yourself. Continue to learn what it is that you're delivering out there. You know, and the last thing I selfishly, not even selfishly, I'm just saying this because I'm in the health and fitness space, but the last thing I encourage business owners to do for themselves is put time aside for your health, you know, extra sleep, like put time for that extra time to work out. That's time for yourself. Challenge yourself physically challenge yourself mentally through the through 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 the education you're consistently going to do but just find ways where you're going to challenge yourself and the last thing i'm going to say sorry scratch that before i want to i want to add why you should challenge yourself physically is ultimately you're going to have more energy you're going to have more vitality and you're going to be more wired in the work that you do Picture that person that doesn't work out for 12 hours, sorry, doesn't work out and works for 12 hours. And then the other person that works out and works for eight, but they're wired and they're dialed in to the work they're doing. So work hard, but also work smart. Last thing I want to say, and this is super important, is always think about the next month. Always think about the next paycheck, not the current one. A lot of business owners out there, they'll get a client today. Awesome. I've got a client. I'm good for three months. Okay, well, now you need to start thinking ahead of the game. Once this contract is finished, once this agreement is done, you're going to be in shambles three months afterwards if you didn't prospect or you didn't take the time to figure out, okay, what is Kenny in July going to need? Who do I need to talk to now so that way when the transaction's Uh, complete with what I'm currently dealing with, then I would have already had one ready for July. So daily interaction, weekly communication with new prospects is important. You know, put like so many ways of marketing now are, oh, I'm just going to get someone to to put my business out there. Great. That's good. Do that. Digital marketing is fantastic. We're in that space. But what are you doing today? What are you doing this week? To get yourself in front of somebody, because who better than yourself to represent your business and what you do and why it has such a big impact? So daily prospecting and and thinking about yourself um, ahead of the game to ensure that there's not going to be any peaks or valleys. It's just consistent growth.
1: Nice. Well, we are at the end of our uh, questioning. Just before we completely end. Is there any other information you gentlemen would like to share?
2: I think one thing off record, Emad, I got excited and thinking about this just yeah. based off how well this went. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure I could testify and speak for Omen on, on this, but I have to right now. Is if you like, send us this audio recording, even the visual. Um, I'm not too sure if you know how to do that. And if, uh, again, if, it, if, it's, if it's not allowed to do, I understand. But I'd love to put this on our podcast.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Do, do awesome. you want the just the audio or both audio and video? Let's, do both. You prefer? Let's okay. do both. Let's do both. Sure, I'll on. I'll send you a link to both.
0: Absolutely,
2: that'd be awesome. Thank you, Imad. Because yeah, I love to, I
0: love
2: it. I know how you feel
0: about that moment,
2: but uh, this was yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Would love to would love to plug in uh, Imad as well. Thank you so much, Imad for for your time and uh, we. Like like Kenny said at the beginning of the pot, uh, the, the interview, um, you know it's it's truly amazing what you're doing for for other business owners and entrepreneurs, and and thank you for having us. So
1: it's a pleasure. You are most welcome. It's a pleasure and a privilege. Thank you very much, gentlemen.
2: Imad,
0: you just impromptu
2: officially became a guest on Second Floor Podcast, so we have to. Ask oh, you. I'm
1: honored. <laughs> I am I am sincerely honored. Thank you very much.
2: Uh, we I have a question that. for you. If, if we have time, can we ask you something? Yes. Well, what do you believe it takes to make it to the second floor? And, and what I mean by that is like in life, there are steps and we're always constantly growing and evolving in everything we're doing. So what is it that from your opinion, you believe it takes to get to the second floor?
1: Focus, determination, perseverance. Those
2: three. Love it. I love it. This is Shorn to sweet. the point. Amen. Thank you, Emad. I appreciate your time, my friend. You're I hope this went welcome. well for you.
1: Thank you very much for your time, gentlemen.
0: The Second Floor Podcast is a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown and community supported.